0: Would you like to be wealthy? Are you concerned that being rich or wealthy is somehow evil? Like, what is the right perspective to have around wealth? Um, Would you like to have such funds in your future? Have all that freedom, time and money and location freedom and all the things? Today, we're going to talk about how getting through college debt-free helps set you up for major, major wealth in your future. I am super excited for this episode. This is like one of my passions to talk about and to have the right perspective on and how you can do such great, amazing things with great, amazing wealth. So come on, let's get into it. Hey girl, welcome to Money and Mental Peace, a podcast for Christian college girls wanting to graduate debt-free. Do you procrastinate on homework while Googling easy scholarships and money for college? because you're drowning in debt and student loans. Afraid you'll never have enough time and motivation to find ways to pay for college when you don't even have enough time to sleep or have a social life? I'm Kara. I too was a stressed college student and overachiever looking for money and mental peace. I wondered if there were other ways to pay for college and I wished for a clear direction on how to do it. I wanted an easier way to fund college with less anxiety, but I kept telling myself I had no idea what to do Hey, my friends. We're back. I want to ask you guys, do you wish there was a way to relieve anxiety over paying for college? Like to know which scholarships and classes work exactly for you and maybe even get an easy student job in which you're essentially paid to do your homework? Yes, like paid to sit there and do your homework. And Wouldn't it be helpful to have a clear plan on how to finish school debt-free? Okay, so listen, I know what it feels like to not want student loans hanging over your head for the rest of your life like literally everyone else. In college, I felt like I didn't have enough time and resources to avoid them. Like, was I even finishing school fast enough? Why couldn't paying for college just be easier? So imagine if, Okay, imagine this. You walked into next semester knowing exactly how you were going to pay for the rest of college and you had enough support and accountability to do so. Imagine if you actually finished school with no debt and even had money left in the bank. No, it's not impossible. I myself graduated with no loans and with $10,000 left in my bank account. So that is why I created the Debt-Free College Blueprint. I had experience doing this. I had to figure it out on my own, but now I can teach you guys. The Debt-Free College Blueprint is where I teach you how to design a customized plan for you to pay for the rest of your college journey debt-free. In this course, you will be able to develop a God-focused debt-free mindset confidently keep a college budget, choose a quality school that saves you money, and find like free classes, cheap textbooks, amazing scholarships, etc, etc. I'll even throw in this bonus for you guys. It's my scholarship database that I have been personally that's all ones that i personally found is over 350 scholarships worth potentially one and a half million dollars yes million one and a half million dollars if y'all apply for and receive them so um basically it's the database you don't have to go searching all over the internet you can just look through this database to see which ones you qualify for save you so much hassle and headache and time and i guess money in the long run Listen, you will be able to walk away with relief. Relief, because you'll know your next steps in college. You'll be able to learn how to attain mental peace along the way. So listen, if you're ready for a personalized draft on how to pay for college plus ongoing support and accountability, I have the answer. The Debt-Free College Blueprint. Okay, so this course is including accountability... And strategy and scholarships to help you graduate from college debt free. If you've been listening for a while, you know that this is launch week, and I had a code for you. It's debt free for me to get $50 off if you'd like to buy it this week up through Friday. But here's the thing I just believe in this course so much of the content. It, basically it's how I graduated from college debt-free and teaching you how to do the same that I, I just I want to be able to make sure that money isn't too much of like a hindrance that so that you can get it so I know I had that $50 off code debt-free for me but I think what I'm going to do is I am going to turn it into $100 off again I know I had it $100 off for the pre-sale last, uh, couple weeks and launch went to 50 but i just i really want you guys to see it see the um helpfulness of it and tell your friends and enjoy the podcast and you know really learn how to do this and i don't know i just don't want money to be uh, that much of a hindrance for you so instead of the $50 off you can now still use the same code same code debt free for me 4 is f o r not like the number 4 debt free for me and get $100 off now through Friday. And after that, after Friday, I mean, it, it's it's done. You know, I'm not doing another extension type dealio. But I just, I really think, I believe in this enough that I don't want money to be an option. I'm not an option, a hindrance for you guys. So instead of the 50 it's the same code, debt-free for me, and it's now $100 off. So, like, no excuses. Okay, let me clarify. Some people really don't have the money for it. Totally acknowledge that and understand. You know your timing, you know God's guiding you in your direction in life, etc. But for those of you who are like, mm, I don't know, like I maybe I could, like I have the money, but do I want to do it right now?" You know like for those people, I just don't want money to be a hindrance to you. So we're still going to have debt free for me as the code for $100 dollars off now through Friday, you can get that on the website debtfreecollegeblueprint.com. Okay, let's talk about what we're here to discuss. Wealth, money, riches, fame, fortune. Well, no, I don't know about fame, but <laughs> fortune in the sense of like financial funding. Remember, we are here on this earth stewarding God's resources. What's the end goal? Like if you want to graduate college debt-free, that's fantastic. But why? What inspired that? Was it ingrained on you, in you since you were a child? And why? Why does that, does, is there freedom in it? You know, do you want to be able to, I don't know, go travel after college and not have debt to pay off? You know, is there a desire to build wealth for the kingdom? And, and there's not necessarily one right or wrong answer. I'm just asking why. Like, what prompted this? Do you see people just being bogged down by it? And just the the student loan debt in the nation nowadays? Like, what, what has inspired you? Well, remember the end goal is not just college. There's debt freedom to follow God's steps for you after college. There's mental freedom when you don't have debt. You can live like no one else. Like, literally now, one of my favorite quotes from Dave Ramsey is, live like no one else... So that later you can live like no one else. So now you're doing something weird. You're, you're being careful with your money. You're paying cash or, you know, grants and scholarships for college. You're really living like no one else. And it's kind of weird, maybe. You know, it's not necessarily the normal. But later you'll be able to have that freedom and live like no one else. And you can build wealth and give. Give great money. And become a millionaire. Leave a legacy. Listen. Becoming a millionaire isn't a bad thing, and it's not unreachable. A millionaire is $1 million in assets. That can include, well, no, it will include house, cars, whatever else, retirement funds. It doesn't mean you have a million dollars at your disposal or you make a million dollars a year. But it means that you're set probably to retire, let's just say that much. You know, a billionaire is one who has 27 Ferraris, or at least huge, high, you know, hundreds of millions, right? And a millionaire is in assets. So we just got to be aware of that. There are everyday millionaires all around us. People that were teachers, engineers, you know, mid-level managers, CPAs. I say those those professions because in Dave Ramsey's study of millionaires, one of the top I think it was in the top three or top five professions that someone that was a millionaire in the U.S. was a teacher. Which sounds crazy because they don't get paid a lot. But it's how they handled their money. And we're going to talk about more specifically how the Bible talks about money. In Romans 13.8, it says, Let no debt remain outstanding, except the continuing debt to love one another. There's a few more, like Proverbs twenty two. 26 through 27 is do not be one who shakes hands in pledge or puts up security for debts if you lack the means to pay your very bed will be snatched from under you and the last part of Proverbs 22 7 is the borrower the borrower that's the word is slave to the lender and the word of God whenever debt is mentioned it comes with a warning. And Christ came to pay the ultimate debt. In a sense, get this. This might be your mind blown. In a sense, the gospel is all about getting out of debt. Because Christ came to pay our debt for sins. Which is crazy. Now we're going to go to Matthew 25. I should have had it pulled up before so that I could talk to you guys (laughs) about it. But we're going to go down to the parables—a parable of the talents, which starts in verse 14. I'm going to try to paraphrase this real quick, but it's basically a man went on a journey. He had servants and he entrusted his wealth to them. One, he gave five bags of gold, another two bags, and another one bag, each according to their ability. And so the first one went and put the money to work and gained five more bags. The second one went with two bags of gold and gained two more. So they doubled the money. But the third man dug a hole, went off, and hid his master's money in the ground. Now you might say, well, he was trying to be careful to not lose his master's money, but you gotta kinda understand the context of this. It can also be viewed as it's called wait, it's called the parable of the talents because a talent was a denomination of money then, or or a type of money like you know, dimes, quarters, nickels, dollars, whatever. It was a talent. Um, but also, some people refer to it as like our talents, our skills and talents. If God gave us talents to use to be able to serve people well or, I don't know, sing or, I don't know, speak in front of crowds, and you bury it in the ground and don't use your talent, you're not giving it back to God or enjoying using it either. So, this is the concept of the first two servants used the money to gain more money to further the kingdom or further the wealth of the of their boss pretty much so after a long time the master of the two servants came back and settled accounts with them you know the one who had five ended up with ten the one who had two ended up with four you know they doubled their amounts but the third one came and said i just wanted to i was afraid i just went out and hid your gold in the ground and his master replied you wicked lazy servant so you knew that i harvest where i have not sown and gather where i have not scattered seed well then you should have put my money on deposit with the banker so then when i returned i would have at least received it back with interest so he took the bag of gold from the person who had just hid the money and not used it and instead gave it to the one who had 10 bags and that sounds weird to us like why does he go and give it to the one who had more like he didn't need that money he had he had the 10 but listen back to what's something that's referred to towards the beginning of the parable that the master had given each an amount of gold to take care of it to take care of each according to the person's the servant's own ability so basically it's like god was giving at the end taking the money from the irresponsible person, not necessarily the person who was poor and needing it more, but he was irresponsible and giving it to the one with more money because they were responsible. And towards the very end, the last verses say, so take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has 10 bags for whoever has will be given more. And Um, let's see, whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. Basically in the sense of he didn't handle the money well, so it was taken from him and given to the one who had a lot of money. Not because it's unfair, like he had a lot of money, but because he could handle it well. And handling money well and getting more money is not a bad thing. It means you're handling it well so you can handle it to give it to the poor and needy and those who need help as well does that make sense it's not that basically what i'm trying to say is you should not earn money by deceitful means and become crazy billionaire rich by unethical means and immoral means no definitely not but this is talking about how it's not just money is you know or talents like you know skills are scattered evenly between everyone sometimes people that have more that are more responsible over certain tasks or responsibilities get more tasks and responsibilities or talents or skills or money to handle it well and so i like what zig ziglar says where i'm gonna butcher this i'm paraphrasing but he basically says that he thinks the diamonds and the pearls and the gems of the world that of god's beautiful creation could probably be for God's children to have and enjoy and handle well because they are handling it for the boss, like in the story, for the master, for God, for the king of the kingdom. So it is not bad to have money. It's amazing to handle it well and you get to give and giving can bring you so utterly so much happiness as well so let's get back into it (laughs) partnering with god in this is a process you want to handle money well and handling money well can deepen our intimacy with god as we just must be so connected to him to learn how he wants us to handle his resources you know and being able to do this just starts with finishing college debt free now college you don't have to go to college it's not necessary to like live life right But there are definitely benefits to it. So if you choose to go to college, I encourage you to graduate from college debt-free because it will set you up for such freedom in life to build wealth for the kingdom, to earn money, to have an emergency fund, to have enough money for your bills, to not go into debt. And then what you can do is start investing. And that money can build and grow over time because of compound interest if you don't know the amazing miracle of compound interest go look up just a youtube video on it it's just fantastic i think it was einstein said it's like the eighth wonder of the world it's amazing so basically you can have fun while you're in college spend some money on enjoyable things yes but not over your means but college is like the wedding a wedding is fun it's a party it's a celebration But hopefully, you have prepared for the marriage after, not just the wedding. It'd be terrible to have a nice wedding and just a horrible marriage. So this is like, it's great to have a great college time, but we're preparing for the life after, for the marriage, for the good times to come. To be able to graduate debt-free, you can go to the next steps of having an emergency fund, investing, and becoming a millionaire by, you know... 40. Like, it doesn't have to be waiting to retire till you're 65 or whatever. That's just an arbitrary number. Graduating from college debt-free sets you up for such wealth in your future. I really encourage you to consider this as you're inspired on whether or not to try to graduate from college debt-free. Hey, girl! Okay, so before you run off to calculus, if this podcast has brought you any encouragement, would you please write a review on iTunes or take a screenshot post it in your Insta stories, and tag me. Let's tell the rest of our stressed sisters that more money and peace can be attained outside of the conventional way of doing college. See you next time. Love and prayers, Kara.